Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. That is right. We are live on A Free Solution, W-I-S-L-W-A-C-K in Newark. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy, happy St. Patty's Day to you. Uh, My name is Craig Miles. So glad that you are here with me. So, St. Patty's Day. How about that? I'm pretty happy about that. Um, so I know a lot of people get very excited about St. Patty's Day, about uh, heritage and, um, you know, being Irish and all those things. And I like that, too. So to talk about my genealogy a little bit, I don't know what it is. <laughs> my family has been here for years and years and years in America. And you go back like four or five, six generations, there's still nobody that came over on the boat. So it's been a long time since anyone in my family had to struggle as an immigrant. It's been a long time since anyone had to deal with that in my family. Uh, we're, we're very, very American when it comes to residing here in America. Other people, it's kind of fresh. Their parents, their grandparents... You know, aunts, uncles, cousins. Some people have the, uh, you know, they have people who still live in other countries, close family members, brothers, sisters. Uh, so immigration is a big deal here in America, right? Uh, because it's always been about the American dream and about coming in to America and living the American dream and doing what we've got to do, right, to make it. Everyone wants to live their American dream. Everyone wants to come here and and find the opportunity in the land of opportunity. And I don't fault anybody for that. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to make your life better somehow, some way? And if that way is to leave your country and go to America then shouldn't you have the opportunity to do that? Shouldn't we as Americans be excited that we are, that we, that people want to come here, that our, our country is so good that other people say, you know what, you know what I got to do? I got to go to America. It's the land of opportunity. It's the way, the way, right? The way that I'm going to make my life better. And people have been doing this ever since, the beginning of, you know, the country, even before that we started as colonists, you had the, uh, Mayflower come over all this stuff. And this is kind of like a condensed version of history. There's a whole lot of other things going on throughout all of this. But the point is America has always been a place where you could go and you could, no matter what your circumstances were, you could come and make a life for yourself, leave, leave behind the old ways, you know, leave behind the old problems and go and take control of your life. And that's the way it's been sold. That's what we say. 
that we've been about for all of these years. And for, for a lot of people, for a lot of our history, that has been the situation. We've been able to come over here and make a go of it. So why do I bring all this up on St. Patty's Day? Well, there was once a time where it wasn't so cool to be Irish. No Irish need apply. Don't come here and get a job if you're Irish. We don't like immigrants. So for as long as people have been coming to America, there have been people here in America saying, I'm not a fan, man. <laughs> I don't like you. Why are you why are you coming into my country? And that's that's just as American, I'd say, as the the wanting to come and um you know, wanting to come and make a a, a life for yourself, make a future for yourself. And when I say it's just as American as that, I don't say that to say that that's a good thing. I say that to say that for as long as people have been trying to come to America, there've been a lot of people that said, I'm not interested in that. I like America just how it is, right? Just for me. I, I, I bring this up with the Irish in particular because it's St. Paddy's Day. Everybody's ready to throw on the goggles. They're going to go out to the bar. They're going to put on kilts. They're going to wear plaid. They're going to wear green. I'm guilty of it. We're in green right now. And we're going to all be Irish, right? Everybody's Irish on St. Paddy's Day. But you go back 100, 150 years ago, and I did not like the Irish. They weren't even considered white by certain people. You know, and this is this is not ancient history. This was recently. This is people's grandparents, great-grandparents that dealt with this stuff. And now today we love St. Patrick's Day. We have parades. We stop entire streets, you know, entire um, entire blocks, block it all off, have a big St. Patty's Day celebration all day long. So what does that mean? What What changed? Why did we go from, oh, well, the immigrants, they're taking our jobs they're coming in to i love ireland i love the irish my i got a little bit of irish in me kiss me i might how did we make that transition we made that transition because history doesn't happen every five minutes history doesn't happen every 10 minutes like there there's there's a continuum that we go along in history things that happen don't just happen they're happening for a bunch of different reasons. And I think our tendency with immigration especially is to say, oh my God, look at this. Look at this. It's it's pandemonium. We can't stand for this. Whereas if you back up and you look, a lot of the people here in this country didn't start here in this country. The great American melting pot, all of that stuff, right? So at some point, a lot of people in this country were immigrants. A lot of people in this country were striking out to the new world to make their to make their thing. <laughs> I have I have Frank Dolan commenting. Dolan is a nice Irish name. It's Saint Patty, Paddy with a D, not Saint Patty. <laughs> so thanks for correcting me. Sorry to offend anyone if I did. Uh, Sam comments, great show. I'm glad you guys are liking the uh, glad you guys are liking the topic. I wanted to take a little bit of a different spin because back to the thing that I was saying about history not being just the past ten minutes. 
everybody loves St. Patrick's Day right now. So who's to say that in 100 years, the, the Mexican border is a big deal right now? Everybody's wound up about the Mexican border. And I agree that that's something we need to be concerned about. We need to be figuring out how to vet people, how to bring them into the country, and how to make them a part of our society. Those are valid questions. Those are uh, valid concerns. The way we are doing it now is definitely not the best way to do it. I can agree with all of those things. My point is, we've always been close with Mexico, (laughs) geographically. Uh, We fought over territory with Mexico. We have a rich history with Mexico between America and between Mexico. Again, things didn't start just 15 minutes ago. So who's to say that in 100 years, we won't have... And we have these already. Every every We have a Ukrainian festival in Utica. We have a Polish festival. We have all sorts of festivals for all of the different people who are here. And I think that's a great thing. My, my point is, in 100 years, who says we won't have the Mexican whatever, you know? And that will all... I mean, I guess it's kind of that way with Cinco de Mayo already. We love cultures... We love to say that we love cultures. We love to say that anyone could make it here, you know, and then we erect barriers and we get angry at the other. And that's not helpful for anybody. Larry talks about it all the time with his two Ellis Islands. He wants two private companies down on the border. They can compete. Whoever is better at getting people across the border, vetting them, and getting them into a good situation here in America, helping us as well, because there's no such thing as there's not enough America. I went to Freedom Fest this year with one of my good friends, one of my good libertarian friends, and we drove across the country. This place is massive. There is a place for so many people here in America. And okay, there's concerns about jobs. There's concerns about you know, coming in and they're going to be on the tax rolls or not on the tax rolls, but getting, um, getting federal funds. Right. So these are, again, these are legitimate concerns, but these are not reasons to say, stay out of our country. That's not what America is about. I'm not going to speak for an entire country, but that's not what I think America is about. I think America is about inclusion. All the things the left talks about diversity, inclusion, all these things. Now, I think they take it a step too far and make it a big thing. It's a big deal. And that's to combat stuff. I mean, there's a lot of history, again, going on here. A lot of things that we have to make up for as a country. And I'll get into more of that. Specifics, your opinions. You can give me a call if you want on A Free Solution on WYSL and WACK in Newark. My name is Craig Miles. Thank you so much for tuning in on the St. Paddy's Day. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. 
They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. We are back on a free solution on WISL, WACK in Newark. Thank you so much for joining me for this St. Patty's Day episode of A Free Solution. And we're getting lots of comments uh, here in the chat. Uh, <laughs> someone says, looks like Larry is in disguise today, Janine. Uh, yeah, he says, you know what? You look kind of like a leprechaun. Why don't you hop there and do the uh, do the St. Patty's Day episode? No, what really happened is uh, I'm in for Tim O'Connor. Usually you would uh, hear his dulcet tones on your Thursday, but uh, he, uh, he's he got some other things going on with work and other stuff, so you get to listen to me today. So that is why Larry Sharp is in disguise currently. Uh, Janine also says, my Irish ancestor who came to this country was paid by the rest of the family to get out of Ireland. He was the black sheep of the family. A lot of different situations going on uh, with immigration here in America. Some people come here and they get a job and they live, you know, very low, very, very much below their means and send a bunch of the money back. And Janine's case says that the family said, here, here's a bunch of money. You go try this. See if it's any good. Apparently, it was halfway decent because Janine, those are her ancestors. She made it here. So we celebrate things like St. Patty's Day, which is by definition a celebration of immigration, a celebration of different cultures, a celebration of coming together in America. And this is the thing that is this is why America is an idea. It's not just a country. I believe that. That's why I have this flag behind me. America is an idea. It's not just a bunch of lines on a map. And one of the ideas that is important to America, in my opinion, is the inclusivity. That anyone can come here. Anyone can be an American. Anyone can make it. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere, right? That's New York specifically. And uh, <laughs> and uh, Frank Sinatra but I think the idea is the same in America. Maybe maybe it's backwards in America. Actually, if you can't make it anywhere else, America is your last chance. America is at least the place where you can do it because we're supposed to be about freedom. We're supposed to be about uh, opportunities. We're supposed to be about giving everyone a fair shot. Unfortunately, we have failed as much as we have succeeded at that in our history, we have failed at that pretty miserably as well at times. And I talked about that at the beginning or at the end of the last break. I said, you know, the reason that the left makes a big deal about, um, about diversity and inclusivity and things of this nature is because our track record is not great with that. We had slavery. 
we literally put people in chains and made them do stuff that they didn't want to do <laughs> like really didn't want to do and and that legacy doesn't just disappear and and that harm that we've done doesn't just disappear so the question is what do you do to make it better and and when does it become better which really isn't up to me to determine it's up to me to make a good faith to, to try to understand in good faith where people are coming from and if i control policy it's up to me to listen to what the people are saying marginalized groups or people that i've done wrong it's up to me to listen to them and actually try to do things that address their concerns I think I think Democrats have failed at this. I think Democrats have just become the party of minorities. You you vote for Democrats because Republicans are going to get the minorities. They're going to get them. <laughs> but then they're guaranteed those votes. So when you have Kamala Harris go out there and uh, be a cop, which she is, she always was, and Joe Biden say the answer is not defund the police. It's to fund the police. Remember exactly the opposite of what I said when I was campaigning. You say, what? <laughs> what? That's that's not that's not how that works, Uncle Joe. You said that you were gonna defund the police, not do the opposite. And this isn't even to talk about how I feel about that. My point is the Democrats have repeatedly for 50 years now or more said we are the party of the minorities we are going to help them out we are going to do we are going to do that are we are we <laughs> it doesn't seem like the race discussion is getting it's not making people are not happy with it still on both sides for 50 years we've been saying we're going to fix it we passed the Civil Rights Act, and 50 years later, it's still a massive topic. If, if we still have people that feel like, and in some cases, we still have not helped the people that we said we were going to. But it's a wedge issue. It's something I can rally my troops behind. It's a problem that stays a problem because then... I can talk about fixing the problem and talk about fixing the problem and talk about fixing the problem and convince you that I'm the guy to fix the problem. And now I don't have to fix the problem because I'll just talk about how I'm going to fix it. If I fix it, now I got to find something else to do. And that's a lot of work. <laughs> the fixing it's a lot of work. And then you want me to go and find something else to work on. Maybe that's a cynical view. Maybe, maybe that's not how the majority of politics works, but I'm going to tell you, it sure seems like that to me. It sure seems like things like abortion, things like the border wall, things like, uh, you know, pick any of the issues. It sure seems to me like everybody's got an opinion on those that aligns with your left or your right bias. And it seems like those issues stay issues. Why is that? Why, why 
do we work so hard to fix these issues and yet we've spent 50 years trying to fix these issues it shouldn't take that long it seems to me it seems like something else is going on and i think the same issue is with immigration but it may it's a little different with immigration too because we're already predisposed to separate ourselves into groups we're already predisposed to kind of rally behind our crew and if our crew is america whether you're left or right or whatever you are politically you're still american if you're american and you feel like the other coming in here doesn't deserve or they gotta do it legally or or whatever the situation is you're othering them you have to try to step into their shoes a little bit and say hey you know what if i was in ukraine right now getting bombed and shot at would i want to stay there or would i want to go to america <laughs> where that's not happening where i might deal with a lot of other bad issues it might not be very easy people are maybe not going to accept me very much but at least i'm not getting shot at some people want to stay in ukraine and fight and make a difference and some people want to get out and it's not just ukraine it was the middle east uh you know for the past 20 years lots of lots of refugees from conflicts in the middle east moving into other european countries and dealing with the same thing there anti-islamic sentiment uh people saying this is the other these people are evil it it's it's the effect of generalizing of collectivism everybody isn't an individual and i don't think i had ever heard this until i was involved in the liberty movement but the smallest minority by definition is the individual collectivism and groups and things are great but nobody speaks for you nobody nobody tells you nobody moves you you are an, an autonomous being so as much as we have similar values we have similar things that we want to push for we still are all just individuals and no one can speak for you and i think we need to take that into account when we when we think of these different issues we'll talk more about that after the break on wysl and wack a free solution thank you so much for tuning in give me a call 585-346-3000 more comments after the break as well WYSL store at WYSL1040.com, the official Mount Worstmore line of merchandise. Top quality tees, hoodies, and coffee mugs depicting Mount Rushmore style are for worst presidents. Of course, you know who's front and center up on that mountain, and we think you'll recognize the other three. Mount Worstmore items make perfect gifts. They're a great way for you to make a personal statement. Mount Worstmore, locally produced and sold only in the WYSL store at WYSL1040.com. A free solution. 
we are back on a free solution. W-I-S-L-W-A-C-K in Newark. 585-346-3000 on the telephone or on the telephone. What a boomer thing to say. <laughs> you can call me anyway. 585-346-3000. Or you can comment on Facebook, YouTube, and all of the things. I'm getting uh, some comments from the West Coast, I believe. <laughs> Avarok says Rad Beard. And, oh, you're on the East Coast. Also says, left or right, when America is in trouble, we all unite. And I love that sentiment. Because we're not we're not uniting anymore. What happens is Uncle Joe or CNN or whoever says, hey, y'all, this is a problem. And we say, yes, it is. You know what? It's the left's fault. It's the right's fault. We want to pick who's at fault, not necessarily how can we fix it. And I think Larry is great on this because he'll talk about it in personal relationships. He's like, yeah, 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 I screwed up. Yep, my fault. Totally my fault. How can we fix it? How can we fix it? Yeah, 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 we totally screwed up. We did this. We, We messed up. Let's fix it. That's the important thing. I think a lot of the problems that continue to be problems are because people don't admit when they're wrong. It's a sign of weakness. Trump said so to to Joe Rogan. By the way, remember when that was the biggest deal ever? And they were putting out hit piece after hit piece. And then Joe Rogan just kept being Joe Rogan. And they stopped. When Joe Rogan apologized for his remarks a couple different times, Trump said, stop apologizing, stop it. They're just going to eat you alive. That's the, that's the mentality in, in politics right now. You can't apologize. Don't apologize. Double down, triple down. Don't apologize and blame whoever else did it. Who done it? It's not important how we can fix it. It's important who messed it up and who I get to sick my team on. That's the wrong attitude. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I I find people... I, I was guilty of this. I hopped into the liberty movement. I said, those Democrats are nonsense. Those Republicans are nonsense. I still criticize the left and the right every day of my life. I criticize libertarians too. It's the ideas that that you can have an opinion about that you can criticize, that you can say that's a bad idea or I don't agree with your idea. The people that have those ideas aren't bad people just because they have a different idea. Everything is so personal. Everything is so personal. Well, you said I'm wrong. That means you're evil. I loved it. Uh, American Horror Story. I forget was I forget the the season uh the name of the season but it was right after the election the Trump Hillary election and it takes place in this town whatever it is and people are literally killing each other over their political whatever what's funny to me at least is they were very smart in the way that they did it because as you're watching it 
you're saying this is ridiculous look at how over the top this is this is ridiculous people shooting people over their political affiliations and getting this angry i don't know go take a trip around facebook go take take a trip around twitter it's not that far off okay it's not outright violence but it's pretty violent it's pretty down putting there's this idea that that the internet isn't real people say that stuff all the time twitter isn't a real place no it's not but the ideas are real the people are real things that you say are real just because there's not a face uh, face-to-face connection there it's still a thing and i would make the argument that it's more real now than reality is real now how much time comparatively do people spend on facebook as opposed to walking down the street and saying hi to their neighbor i would bet the ratio is a whole lot bigger now than it was even 10 years ago 10 years ago i didn't even have internet on my phone i couldn't go on facebook and scroll that was only 10 years ago 10 years ago that's crazy I heard, I heard one of the ads just now for 12-year-old cheese. That cheese is older than our ability to tweet from our phone. That is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling to me. We are still in the middle of this whole experiment. In the past 20 years, our society and the way that we interact with each other and the way that we communicate with each other has changed so drastically. I don't know... If we're going to settle, how we're going to settle in and how long it's going to take. I had this conversation with my neighbor yesterday talking about, oh, radio's dead. TV's dead. You know, everyone's online now for a certain segment of the population. That's the truth for another segment. Not so true. I don't think television is dead and I don't think radio is dead. I think they exist now. They used to be king, right? Now they exist in a whole ecosystem. And I think there's a place for everything in that ecosystem, but it's going to take a long time before everything starts to even out, before everything starts to find its niche. Look at Facebook. Look at Twitter. Those have changed over the past 10, 15 years in how they're utilized. Again, with the history, history didn't start five minutes ago. And when we look at today and act as if this is the way it is, the way it's always been, the way it's always going to be. No, you have to have a little bit of a, uh, a longer view of things. And I learned this in a class that I took a uh, furthering education class at the library in town. They were talking, it was when the pipeline came in, right? The Keystone pipeline, which is big news now. And there were a lot of native Americans because we didn't, Say what you want to say about whether we should have had the Keystone Pipeline or not. But we did, like we always do, (laughs) go back on our promise to Native Americans. There was land that we said we would not use, that we would not touch, that we wouldn't do. That was theirs. They could have it. We're not going to do anything with it. And we said, well, actually, it's kind of in the way of a pipeline. So sorry about your luck. We've been doing that since we got here. That is why Native Americans are very they have a very complex relationship with the federal government because repeatedly the 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 federal government and the state governments they have signed treaties over and over and over again saying this is your land we will respect it 
And then they say, ah, just kidding. You can only take so much of that. So the Keystone Pipeline going through America. Part of the class, it wasn't about that. I forget exactly how it was related. But they had some people come and speak who had been out of the protests. And the Native American leaders out there at the Keystone Pipeline who were leading this protest had said, we take the generational approach. We at, and I think maybe even some Asian uh, countries, um, China, India, Japan, I think they have something similar to this, is I look at how this decision right now and what I'm doing right now is going to affect someone seven generations from now. That's a long time. We don't even look at how our decisions are going to affect our children. Let's print $20 trillion just because <laughs> that couldn't have an effect. Let's go get in a war with Russia because <laughs> that's, that's, that's not going to happen. We have to take a cue from Native Americans, from Asian cultures, on how we view our decisions. We have to be looking more at how this is gonna how this is gonna play out for a whole lot longer than the two years that it takes me to get reelected. This is the problem. We've made politicians campaign endlessly, and they have to make promises to get reelected, and they'll promise whatever they need to, and then when they act on it, it turns out well that wasn't a good idea. Talked about it yesterday with Nixon and the gold standard. He had to get reelected. And he said, ah, we got to stop this whole hyperinflation. We got to spend, we got to pay off our debt. Let's just print money. It's not tied to gold anymore. It's not a thing. Fast forward 30, 40 years. Hmm. Things don't seem to be so great. Glad Nixon got reelected though. He got what he wanted. Again, when I, when I pick out these uh, specific situations, it's not to bash the person. It's just to show Maybe that wasn't the greatest thing. And hindsight is always twenty twenty. So how was he going to know what he was going to set in motion? I think it's easy to get caught up into the, well, this is just what I got to do right now to get by. And, and it compounds and it turns into a big issue. So I want to thank you for tuning in. And I want you to give me a call if you're so inclined. 585-346-3000. It is a free solution on WISL in Rochester, WACK in Newark. My name is Craig. I'm in for Tim O'Connor. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be right back after the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals but don't take my word for it they've won the best in rochester eight years in a row and have an a-plus better business bureau rating if your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals give the professionals at simple tech innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182 that's 585-200-3182 
Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. A free solution on WISL and WACK. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Craig Miles. Happy to be here. Filling in for Tim O'Connor. We also have Kevin Wilson and the illustrious Larry Sharp (laughs) running for governor and hosting this show as well. So lots of great folks on WYSL. Have a comment in the chat here. Says, I'm forced to go online just to find unbiased information. (laughs) You might find unbiased information online. And I, I think you can. Just because it's online doesn't mean it's unbiased. Uh, this was I did this show, you know, a couple couple weeks ago. Talked about uh, news, never ever without spin. Everybody's got to spin. But Wade has a point here where if I watch CNN or I watch uh, MSNBC or I watch Fox News, they're not going to give me the unspun news. So I have to go online to kind of wade through it. So, yeah, I think it is easier to fact check stuff online to at least find find different opinions, find different sources, find out who is saying what, and then also look at where it's coming from. And this is one thing I'll say the public education system did well for me. But I don't uh, so much give credit to the public education system as I do to the librarian. Uh, we had a whole a whole bunch of different situations about researching, researching, right. And finding the source and all these things and consider the source. And these are credible sources and these aren't credible sources and ignoring the specific sources and whose opinion of, you know, what makes a credible source and what doesn't, it at least taught me that, okay, well, it's important almost as, or maybe more sometimes important to consider where the information is coming from as much as what the information is. And I get, I get caught up on this as well. I I've developed the, uh, well, I don't know exactly what you'd call it, but anything that I see online or anywhere, I say, yeah, that seems I'm never sold totally on anything. I can say that with certainty when it comes to the news. When I see news, I I will never, ever take that as gospel, no matter how much I, I see of it. So I think skepticism, skepticism is much more useful in looking at news than just spouting whatever the news told you. I think I think some people are are uh, are wired that way. I think it does come down to wiring. I think I think some people are fine repeating what they heard because they trust in the source and they don't have time to go and do that on their own to go and find it, to go and vet it, whatever. I I think some people are okay with that, and I'm I'm not necessarily one of those people. Uh, I, I, I'd like, <laughs> I'd like you to prove it to me. I'd like to see other people say the things that you're saying before I, I confirm that. Yes. Okay. You, you seem to be correct. I don't know if going again, like that started in, in high school and in middle school 
I started to learn that skepticism to, to, to try to vet the sources. And then I went to journalism school, right? So I, I got a little bit of that too. We had ethics and journalism and all those things. I think that was still biased though, because I do think there is an upper echelon. There is an ivory tower that people live in, in the, uh, in the news community. It turns out that a lot of those people working in news have ties, family ties. Savannah Guthrie on NBC News. Her husband is close with the Clintons, worked with the Clinton campaign multiple times. She admitted it on the election coverage. Not that she was trying to hide it, but my point is, <laughs> do you think she's going to be critical of Hillary? Probably not. Maybe she'll maybe she'll be skeptical. Says, "Oh well, we're not sure." She's not gonna. She's not gonna demolish, as she shouldn't, unless there's a reason. The point is, there's always so much going on behind the scenes that you can't possibly know. So, be be a little bit skeptical of what you see out there. I've kind of wandered off topic throughout all this. I've been following the comments, which I really appreciate. People uh, throwing their opinion in. But let's get back to St. Patty's Day. And to differences of opinion and differences of thought and different ideas. That, I think, is what, what I will celebrate on St. Patrick's Day today. I will celebrate that you have, and I just learned this yesterday, which I guess it makes sense. St. Patrick was Italian. <laughs> So here you have a day in America where we are celebrating Ireland by celebrating an Italian saint. That is three layers of diversity right there. That is history not starting five minutes ago. It's very easy to be angry at other people. It's very easy to be angry at other ideas. And I do this. I get angry. I get fired up. I get wound up. You've heard it. I get wound up. That's okay. But then you have to step back and say, okay, why do I feel that way? What made me feel that way? Was it because I'm wrong? Was it because the other person is wrong? Was it because they challenged me? Why am I feeling like that? Why did that thing that I just heard make me feel that way? And then you can get somewhere. You can you can figure out, okay, yeah, that guy's idea is horrible. <laughs> or or I need more convincing. Maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was. Maybe he's not even coming from where I thought he was. Maybe I misinterpreted it because of my biases. Openness. Openness, acceptance, and appreciation of other people. That is that is my lesson for St. Patty's Day today. That's what I'm going to try to take away is that we can celebrate Ireland in America by celebrating an Italian saint. I think that's wonderful. I think that is America as an idea. I think that is sharing culture. I think that is spreading culture. I think that is respecting culture. I think that that is one of the greatest things that we have here is the ability to bring so many different people together, so many different ideas for a common cause. Avarok said it. 
He said, left or right, when America is in trouble, we all unite. So let's try that. We've tried the division thing for a long time now. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to argue. It's okay to fight. Can we put it all towards a productive purpose? Towards a common goal? Of respect. Of respect and helping each other. Instead of disrespecting and cutting people down. That is my mission on this St. Patty's Day. St. Patty with a D or St. Patty, no matter how you pronounce it. There's a heated discussion going on in the chat about that. No matter how you pronounce it or spell it, St. Patrick's Day is a wonderful day in America. Just like there are a lot of other wonderful cultures and wonderful days in America. And I want to wish you a happy St. Patrick's Day, and I hope you celebrate it however you see fit. I'm going to make some corned beef and cabbage after I finish here, but it's been a pleasure speaking with you. I will be, uh, I will be speaking with you next Wednesday. Thank you so much for tuning in to a free, uh, free solution on WISL and WACK. Be free and be happy.